Hey, hey, we're back with season four. Today's episode is brought to you by, just kidding, it's brought to you by me as always. <laughs> so this season, I am going to be sharing about what it's like living components of yoga and yoga philosophy in real time. So what we're doing in this round of the stretch, which is our four month practice cycle. If you are not familiar with it, you can check out a link in the show notes. We're going to be digging into a different component of yoga philosophy each week. One of the things that I'm offering this round of the stretch is something I'm calling body invocations. And it's something that encapsulates that week's theme, what we're exploring, and then also is an invitation to yourself in your yoga practice and in your everyday life. So this first week, our theme we are exploring is Yoga Sutra 1.1. And the Yoga Sutras are a collection of really the prevailing wisdom of the time when this was written about yoga. And it's a series of um, little aphorisms, nuggets of wisdom. And so the very first one is translates in English to now the yoga begins. And so I talked this week in our blog post about what I have learned from teachers over the years, which is that the first word of a sacred text like this is really important. And the first word here is now. So our invocation this week is may I live in this body now. And I chose this one because I think it's something, well, I know at least for me that I so often do not let myself live in this body right now. I'm projecting to a past body, wishing I still had it, or to a future body, or just I'm disconnected from the body. Um, I'm not really noticing what's happening, much less letting myself enjoy or experience it. And I think this is something that is so relevant to, of course, our yoga practice, but also our everyday life. So by offering this invocation, may I live in this body now, my intention is really for you to use it however feels interesting and helpful to you. So this week, I brought it to my yoga mat and my meditation cushion. So when I started my yoga practice, both on my own, so I went to a couple classes this week, um, attended them in person, and then I also did some home practice. And as I was getting started with all of those experiences, I just said that invocation to myself in my mind to see, you know, what kind of framework that would set for me. And I felt like, oh, I'm starting out with the best of intentions here. This is going to be great. I'm going to be really present during this practice, during this meditation. But how long do you think that lasted? Just take a guess. Yeah, if you guessed um, 1.3 seconds, then (laughs) you are right. Because that's how our minds tend to work. It immediately felt like, oh, my mind is elsewhere. So of course, that started to get me into a cycle of self-criticism, like I can't even keep this going for a whole minute. 
But what I found is that by starting with it, it sort of became like an anchor during my practice. So though my mind was often elsewhere, I would remember it from time to time and bring it back in and it would help me to just ground and be present in that moment, which I've found to be pretty helpful. Um, it also helped me to just have something to come back to in my home practice. So in my home practice, it's even easier sometimes for me to get distracted and like, oh, I'm just going to check my phone and see what time it is. Oops, somehow now I'm on Twitter. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but it did. So having that kind of was like my um, positive substitute for Twitter, I guess. <laughs> and then I also tried to work with it off of my yoga mat in my everyday life because you know, I'm offering this experiment to you. I want to try it myself and see what's happening. So to be perfectly honest, it has been a week of body criticism. I am like super allergied right now, but I don't know what is in the environment here in Nashville right now, but I am like stuffy nose and itchy and it's just not great. (laughs) And what's interesting is that instead of being like, oh, there's something in the air that is affecting me, I immediately go to blaming myself. Like, why do I have allergies? Why can't I get over this? I rationally know that that doesn't make any sense, but that doesn't mean that my mind doesn't go there. And the same is true. So I have this little knee thing happening in my left knee where I tweaked it. I've been doing a lot of hiking, swimming, yoga, just a lot of movement lately. And it's not weird or surprising that I might get a slight injury. That kind of thing happens to anyone who's doing a lot of movement. But it's like, I can't give myself permission to be human. I want to be able to like do all that and never experience any little injury like I have now. So I'm like, oh, I messed it up. If only I would be different, then I wouldn't, this wouldn't have happened. Even though, again, I know rationally that doesn't make any sense. So big sigh. (laughs) And the question is kind of like, where does this leave me? And when I was thinking about what I wanted to share on the podcast here today, after I let myself kind of stew a bit in how I was feeling with all of those experiences, I realized that those weren't my only experiences this week because I also noticed my desire to move and do those things and the joy that I often had in doing so. I think I've said here before, but even when I'm starting to like walk into the gym where the pool is that I go swim laps in, I can't, this is like so corny almost, but I almost always start to feel tears prick in my eyes. I just, like there's a sense of um, wholeness and um, resilience that I have in the pool that's similar to being on the yoga mat that I just like can't wait to get into the water. So that was a a great moment. And then 
I also relished eating some pineapple, which is something that I'm basically obsessed with. So I am one of those people who eats food in spurts. Like I will be super into something and eat it all the time, like every day or, you know, eat the same meal at a restaurant every time I go there for three years. And then I just hit this point and it's unpredictable when the point comes, but I will hit a point where I just will not eat it again or I won't eat it again for at least like five years. <laughs> but so far with pineapple, I am not like that. It is a long time friend that I have not yet grown weary of, but we'll see. Another thing that happened this week is I noticed that I was not sleeping well. I could not fall asleep. I was staying up until like two o'clock in the morning because I was just feeling like, oh, I'm not tired. And then I realized that reading the news before bed, yeah, not the best idea for trying to go to sleep. So I shifted my routine a bit and stopped reading the news in the evening and was able to fall asleep more easily. What do you know? (laughs) So it's interesting how things like this component of yoga philosophy, now the yoga begins, this invocation, may I live in this body now, work on us. Because though I might have liked to have had some like really amazing (laughs) mountaintop experiences with it, the experiences I did have were illuminating in their own way and definitely increased my awareness, which is what I think so much of this is about. Because yes, it's true that I often don't live, let myself live in my body, but that's also not the whole story, even though I like to pretend like it is sometimes. Because it's also true that I am living in my body plenty of times as well. I think it's so important for us to see the both and here and not just the either or. Because to me, that is what this invocation is really all about. It's not an admonition like, you must live in this body now. It is an invitation. May I live in this body now? And when I'm not, may I give myself grace? Because none of us are there 24-7. So continue experimenting with this invocation. I will be too. And then we'll have a new one to explore next week. And those emails with those resources come out on Sunday. So again, if you're not signed up, sign up. There's a link in the show notes. And in the meantime, guess what? Guided meditations are back. This week's will help you explore our invocation. So check it out in the show notes. Or if you're subscribed to the podcast, and if you're not, go ahead. It's a great thing. (laughs) So you can just look for Love Curvy Yoga wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to it. So if you're subscribed, it should already be there in your feed. I know many of you have told me that you really enjoy the guided meditation, so I wanted to bring them back for season four. Okay, so let's close with a breath together. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here.